Fading Memories is sponsored by I'm Up. I'm Up is an app that gives you independence, security, and peace of mind. Find it in your favorite app store and use invite code 006 when you sign up. Welcome to Fading Memories, a supportive podcast for those of us caring for a loved one with memory loss. Happy Memorial Day weekend, care heroes. I know as caregivers, we don't get the benefit of a three-day weekend very often, but I'm bringing this bonus episode to you because I wanted to tell you about the inaugural Connecting Circles of Care and Building Bridges of Hope Dementia Caregiver Cruise and Conference. Now, one of my past guests, uh, Mary Ann, attended, and she was kind enough to jump online and give us a quick update on all the things that happened on this cruise. And I think it's definitely something you're going to want to put on your bucket list. So let's let Mary Ann tell us about all the fantastic things she experienced on this cruise. Good afternoon, Mary Ann. I understand that you've just returned from the Circle of Hope and Bridges. What is the name of that cruise that you were on? That's a long name. It's a long name. Circle of Care and Bridges of Hope. Connecting Circles of Care and Bridges of Hope, I think, is the official So it's basically an Alzheimer's cruise. It was for Alzheimer's and dementia caregivers and their loved one. So we had... um, there were about a half a dozen couples that came. Uh, that sounds awesome. Oh, it was wonderful. It was uh, uh, it was such a wonderful experience. Not for for the couples that came, um, three of them came from California, so they had to come all the way across the country to go to Florida to get on this boat. And that's they pretty typical. They didn't mind, and they um, were just joy joy to be there. They were overjoyed. Um, so tell me what types of activities and what type, I mean, I had just learned a little bit about this cruise from their postings on Twitter uh-huh. and I had not ever heard of anything at all like that before. So I can't be the only one in that boat. So I thought you would be a good person to fill me in. Well, this is a, fill everybody it's in. a very unique experience. There've only been a, a couple of them, um, to my knowledge that have occurred, uh, in, in recent years, anyway. And it's an opportunity for these families, these couples, to enjoy some quality time together, having fun, making memories, and also to learn and to gather support. So each day we had one or two or even three presentations by professionals in the Alzheimer's world. And they provided them with information on a number of different things, including um, financial issues, which was full of questions, as you can imagine. Yeah. And we had a scientist who talked about, you know, uh, the latest science. And we had a uh, filmmaker who's making a documentary about Alzheimer's. And and one of her uh, subjects in the film, him and his wife, they were also with us. Uh, He was the keynote speaker, Jeff Borgoff. And we got to watch a rough cut of that film, which is amazing. It's called Spent, and they need a lot of support. So if anyone's interested, they can look Spent up on um, Facebook, Twitter, and, and Google it. <laughs> and um, I, was, I was there to talk primarily about Al's authors and how three daughters of dementia created a global community of writers, 
writing about Alzheimer's and dementia. And I brought along um, a selection of our books, which um, our, we had a benefactor um, who was also the financial speaker, Danny Hutcherson from Sabino uh, Financial Services. And he had grant, given us some funds to purchase the books and, and to bring them on the ship. So we had, um, oh, I don't know, maybe 70 books total, which included... That's a lot. Yeah, it included a copy of our uh, most recent anthology, Alzheimer's and Caregiving Stories, for each person who attended the conference, both the speakers and the attendees received a copy of that book. And then we had hand-selected a number of titles from our collection that would address the specific needs of these people. So it wasn't a random, random pick or, you know, the most popular author or anything like that. And all these books were on display. If you go on our Facebook page, Alzheimer's and dementia resources, you can see pictures of the books that were there. Everybody got to pick a book, uh, their choice. And then we did a second round later on because we had so many that everybody got to pick another book. And they were thrilled about that. And uh, we had author Peter Mech. He was there talking about his, his Alzheimer's story, Remembrance of Things Present. And it's a poem he wrote after the loss of his father um, to Alzheimer's. And he, it was really amazing because he got up in front of the whole room and just started to recite this, this poem from memory in this rich, booming voice, it was, it was completely unexpected because he was sitting in the, in the, at the conference in his seat every day, being very quiet. And then he got up and he just started, and we didn't know what was going on. We didn't know if he was just going to do that for a couple minutes or, and stop, but he didn't. He, he went through the whole thing, and it was just wonderful. And he also gave everybody a copy of his book. And um, we had... Um, Christy Turner there for the Dementia Sherpa to give caregiver tips. Oh, that's great. Yep. Lori Anderson, Loretta Anderson was our scientist. And she's, I believe, at Johns Hopkins. And she's from the Baltimore area. Um, who else? What did she talk about? Well, she talked a lot about diet and nutrition and different kinds of strategies like that. Um, more about the science and what was going on in um, research and stuff. Yeah, that angle, that angle was covered, and I hope I'm not leaving anyone out. We had a historic moment when the people from Project Lifesaver uh, were there, and I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they no. they have a GPS um, system that they that you can use, you can purchase that will you. It's like a watch, and you put it on the wrist of your loved one. And it was used primarily for children with autism or Asperger's or Down syndrome or people who tended to wander. And that includes dementia as well. And they wanted to find out if their technology would work on a ship. Because if it did, it would revolutionize cruise travel for these folks. So we uh, had Jeff Berghoff. He was the guinea pig on this one. And they put it on Jeff and they told him to get lost. And he did. (laughs) climbed up to like the highest point on the ship and he sat there and they found him in 28 minutes. So that was wonderful. Yes. It was history in the making and it was very exciting because now families have this tool available to them 
if they want to, you know, go on a cruise, but to use it, you know, anytime for everyday life, because we don't, we know we don't want our loved ones wandering away and, and who knows what will happen to them. So that was very exciting. And, um, Lisa Cherko, who was the coordinator and host for the conference, she gave her uh, presentation on the strategies of, for resi resilience that she learned during the um, caregiving experience of her father. So, um, I think I got everybody. I hope I didn't leave anybody out. <laughs> but it was... Well, I won't know if you did. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot of information. And people really, they came to all the presentations. And it's not easy when you're on a cruise ship. Because if you've been on a cruise, you know that it's jam-packed with activity. And it's mm -hmm. very hard to fit in all the things you'd like to do. So these people opted to spend their time. It was mainly in the morning. Um, and then be free in the afternoon and we would meet for dinner as a group later on. So there was a lot of socialization, friendships were made. And then of course there were the port days. So we went to Key West, Grand Turk Island, the Dominican Republic, and um, the private island for Holland America called Half Moon Cay, which is in the Bahamas. The most beautiful beach I ever went to in my life. It was outstanding. And, um, you know, we saw people out and about doing activities there as well. So it was a pretty well-rounded vacation and conference for all the people who were there. And so the, the people living with dementia or Alzheimer's, were they more in the early to mid stages? I'm assuming probably didn't have anybody like my mom no. in the later stages. No. They were early stages. I mean, they were all okay. operating on their own power. For the most part, okay. some of them were in a wheelchair. One woman was in a wheelchair, not because she had to be, but because her husband thought it would be much more practical and for her comfort if she didn't have to walk. Because there's a lot of walking on the ship. Mm -hmm. It was enormous. And there's a lot of um, moving around. So he thought that would work better for her. And it did. But I got to tell you, on this particular ship, we've never been on Holland America before. I never saw so many disabled people or so many wheelchairs, scooters, and walkers as I did that week. <laughs> So if anybody's thinking, gee, I'd like to go on a cruise, but I have mobility issues, not a problem. Not a problem. It's That's not great. a deterrent. You will find a way to get there. And um, once you get on the ship, get around. You don't have to do anything or go anywhere when you're on a cruise. There's no, you know, cooking, cleaning, driving, any of those things you don't really want to do on vacation, but you have to do if you're going to do anything. So, um, yeah, I, that was fantastic. So, uh, and, and it was interesting. I mean, some of the problems I think people might've had was getting up and getting going in the morning and, and arriving in time for the, for the first session, which was at 9 a.m. People did mention that, you know, they, they had a hard time getting their person up and dressed into the dining room and to have breakfast. Um, you can get room service at no charge to on a cruise. So if you were in that situation and you didn't want to go to the dining room, you could order your, your meal the night before and have it delivered to your cabin. So eliminate that step. I don't know if people were aware of that, but um, it was amazing because so many people stayed up late and we were partying at night and they were <laughs> hanging out with us, a lot of them. And then there was some that were just very sleepy. Um, they petered out and they would spend time in the room and the caregivers would feel comfortable to um, leave and go down and, and join the others. So, so that's nice. A lot of entertainment. There's music and dancing and bingo. 
which I didn't get to play. <laughs> I, I missed the bingo, but uh, a big group from the bingo was somebody who won a lot of money, so that was exciting. The casino, we went there. So um, I didn't see anybody out at the pool area, which kind of thought was interesting, but maybe they just didn't want to be out at that time or they just didn't want to be in the sun. Yeah, most of us haven't had a lot of sun exposure in the last few right. months. Yeah. Are they going to do more of these cruises more frequently then, since it sounds like it was such a hit? I think, yes. I think they are. I don't have anything official to report at this time, but I would advise people, if they would be interested in this, to follow you know, the Al's authors on Facebook or Twitter, or follow um, Nursing Home Ology. And uh, Lisa Cherico, C-H-I-R-I-C-O, and she will be posting information about the new cruise next year. Uh, I think that's who I found out about it from, was her first, and then you guys, the All's authors, I, I saw that you guys were talking about it, and then I saw your post that you had just come home, and I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah. It was um, a really good time, and I went with my family. So uh, I had my husband and daughter for the bank, so it was kind of a family vacation as well. And we, you know, got out. We were able to get out onto the islands and do fun things. We went to Ernest Hemingway's house in Key West, which was really a lot of fun, and uh, climbed up to the top of the lighthouse. Oh, we cool. took tours of all the islands. Yeah, we did island tours, and we went to the beach. We got a little suntan, went to Margaritaville. So, um, yeah, it was a good time. And it's, it, if anybody can do this, if you, you know, your loved one, your, the one you care for is, you know, physically up for it and you can afford it, then it's, it's a great time, but you should do it. You're going to get great pictures and great memories. And it wasn't very expensive either. I would think that one, that particular destination area wouldn't be but it sounds nice because they had this nice vacation but they also got some really useful information and that Mm -hmm. how can you beat that yeah a lot of the people there you know the ones who had the dementia said that they were just happy to be with other people like them so that they could just be themselves and relax yeah that would be important I didn't even think about that but yeah that would be good connections for them to make I know that through the Alzheimer's Association, they have the peer-to-peer um, support, telephone support, so that people at similar stages can talk to each other. And I think that's an awesome service. But getting yeah. to meet each other in person and and do fun things and go to little seminars and learn things together, that's definitely better. <laughs> yeah. They, they, some of them opened up like later in the week, they were more talkative and participating in, in, in conversations and things a little more. Um, we had the gala night, so everybody dressed up. One of the gentlemen, he wore a tuxedo, he looked fantastic. Um, and they, the ladies were, were dolled up and had their, had their hair and, and had pretty clothes on, and it was, really, it was nice to see that, see everybody dressed up. So I think we had. Pictures that you can see on our Facebook page. The All's Authors page? Yeah, and then on Lisa Cherico's pages as well. Okay. I'll, I'll link Jeff, those so uh, people can see how much fun this was. Yeah, Jeff Borgoff. He was like the official photographer. So if you look at his page, his last name is B-O-R-G-H-O-F-F. 
Jeff. I think I follow him on Twitter too. Yeah. That name sounds familiar anyway. Yeah, he was our ambassador, kind of uh, representing the, the those with early onset. So he was diagnosed at 51 in 2016. It's been three years. He's celebrating his birthday on the cruise. Oh, fun. I think. He had a big birthday party. There were a couple people that had their birthday that week, including my daughter. We celebrated her birthday. How old is your daughter oh. now? 24. Ah, mine's 27. Yes. So we're, mm. we're in the same general boat. Yeah, she's getting married, so uh, we've been busy with that. Ah, well, mine's threatening to do that about a year from now. Yeah. <laughs> but it'll be, kind of, it'll be low-key because neither one of them are super social. They're not into big parties. They're not into big expensive parties, so. Right. Well, that's good. See yeah. Good. They found a nice um, park. Which is, it was beautiful in February, so I can imagine. They want to get married May 2nd, 2020, so. Huh? That seems like 2020 still sounds like a long time away, and it's not. <laughs> no, it's just a year from now, really. Yeah, it's coming quick. Well, I really appreciate you updating me or giving me the 411 on this cruise, because like I said, I've been kind of looking at it a little vicariously through social media and definitely putting it on my list of things to do. You should. I will. My, my vacation list. My vacation list keeps getting long. You could record a lot of podcasts while you were there. That would be fun. Well, then I could write it off. Have a great, you know, the great audience of researchers and professionals that you could interview. Would be that would good. be fun. Well, I will definitely yeah. keep my eye peeled. And like I said, thanks for jumping online here and, you know, helping me with a little quick bonus episode to let people know that, you know, there's there's just so many things out there. I didn't know. This community of support is huge. You just have it to know. Huge. You have to find out how to tap into it. Once you do, it's it's fantastic. So I'm always yeah. trying to share everything, and this is this is definitely a positive. So yeah. All righty. Well, you All have right. a great weekend and okay. get rid of that cold. <laughs> oh, thanks. All righty. So. Thanks so much. Thank you. Talk again. Uh huh. Bye bye. Bye bye. For more information about this fantastic cruise, go to ALZ Cruise Tropics with an S.com and get all the information you could possibly need. I follow them on Twitter, which is how I found out about this, so you can follow them on social media as well. Thanks for tuning in. I want to remind you. If you need help right this minute, you have a question you need answered right now, you can contact the Alzheimer's Association 24-7 hotline. Their phone number is 1-800-272-3900. Thanks for tuning in to Fading Memories. And as always, I'll be in your ears again next Tuesday. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please take a moment and give us a positive rating and review. Ratings and reviews are how new listeners find us, and they can't be a supportive podcast if people don't know I exist.